We're going to start where on Mem Heyam and Aleph. We are one line up from the wide lines on Mem Heyam and Aleph 45A. Uh, and uh, the learning should be on Elias and Shama for Yechiel ben Yaakov, Mayor HaKohen. Shama Shem and Elias. Okay, so here we go. We're on Mem Heyam and Aleph, one line up from the wide lines. We are talking about Mezuman. So the Gorn says, Itmar. So we have the following question. Up until now, the Mishnah is talking about three people eating. What if two people eat together? Two people eat together. There's a debate between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. One says, listen, while it's true, they don't have to do a Muslim, but if they would like to, they could do a Muslim, and one can bench for both of them, and that will cover their benching. So uh, they could do the whole Rabos and Nevarek, the whole show, and then one of them will go ahead and bench and the other one will listen, and uh, and it will cover for both of them. You can't do it. You're not allowed to do a mezuman. Uh, again, we'll see. There's not really so many ramifications because one can still bench for the other, but we we definitely discourage this idea of a mezuman. Now, Tanan Mishnah says three people eat together. They are obligated to make a mezuman. It sounds like shlosha in shnayim lo. Only three are obligated, not two. So one says no, no, no. Hasam chova. Everybody agrees that it's not an obligation when you have two. Our mission was describing obligations. Here it would just be by your own volition. It would be optional, not that it's your own obligation. Tashma. Three people eat together. They're obligated to make a zimun, but here's the key. And they are not allowed to split up. But again, if you're going to say that even by two people, you're allowed to have a mezuman, so why can't you split up? So what? You'll have two. The guy who leaves, he leaves. It's his problem. And everybody else, those two remainers still have a mezuman. So the Gemara says, no, no, Shani Hasam, the Kabaylu Mechova Mekar, because originally when they sat together, they became obligated in Mizuman, and therefore they're dropping a level from obligation to uh, volition, and one is not allowed to do that. They have to go ahead, and once you start as an obligation, you have to finish as an obligation. Tashma, Hasham, Hashayim, 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 you have the waiter who is waiting a table and two people eating together. They're having a uh, power lunch together. So, whether they like it or not, the waiter is allowed to go ahead and just snatch a piece of bread and eat it. Even though they didn't give him permission, he's waiting at the table. You uh, can only imagine. You're sitting there at shallots, you and you're, you're out for a, for a lunch meeting, and then all of a sudden you're sitting there and the waiter comes in and takes a bite out of your steak sandwich. You say, hey, what are you doing? He says, don't you know the Gemara Brachas of Memeham and Alf? So even though you don't give permission, he's allowed to do it. But but if he's serving three people, he's not allowed to eat with them, unless they get permission. So what's the difference between two and three? We assume that the idea is that when you have two people, since they want to have a Mazuman, even though they didn't, he didn't get permission to eat with them, but because they want a Mazuman, they are okay with this guy showing up and eating part of their uh, eating part of their uh, part of their bread in order that they can obligate them in Mazuman. So the Gemara says, but again, according to, according to one of them, two already is a good enough obligation. The Gemara says, Shani Hasim, no, no, it's different. Again, then, Hayam and Abayz, the Nichol and the Mikvah of the They want to be obligated in Mazumin. To be obligated in Mazumin, you need three people eating together. And therefore, to have three people eating together, you have to make sure you, the Shamish, even though he doesn't ask permission, he's allowed to go ahead and take a bite and eat some bread, whether you like it or not. Tashma. Women are allowed to make their own mezuman. Now, even though they're not high to bench, if they would like to, they're allowed to go ahead and make their own uh, make their own mezuman. 
And so women can make their own mezuman and slaves can make their own mezuman. But women, slaves, and children together, they're not allowed to make a mezuman together. So it says the Gemara, I'm sorry, let's skip the parentheses. A hundred women are like two men. They can't be obligated because they may not be obligated to bench, but at the very least, if they would like to, they can. So they should be no worse than two men, just like two men. If they would like to make a Muslim could, it sounds like that, therefore, a hundred, uh, uh, three women, if they were to like to make a Muslim, they could. What do you see? Women are allowed to make their own mezumah. So it sounds like even though it is your, uh, it's up to you, it sounds like you're allowed to. Three women are better than two men because at least three women, they are a fulfillment of the Pazik of Gadullah Shamiti. They're a fulfillment of the Pazik of having three people benching together. And therefore, even though it's true, you can't say they're obligated because in the end of the day, they may not be obligated to bench, but they clearly can still go ahead and make a mezum in the three of them because at the very least, they are deos. At the very least, they have three, uh, they have three people there and therefore they can go ahead and, uh, and do it. Woman's minion? Well, that's a big, that's a big jump. Nobody said that. We just said they can have their own mezuman. You want to have your own mezuman, knock yourself out. You want to have your own minion, uh, there's no Gomorrah that allows you to have your own minion. So the article here it says that, uh, on, on, not a note, but they can, you know, it's evidently when, even where uh, mezuman is not obligatory, it is optional, it follows that although two men are not required to join in mezuman, they have the option of doing right, so. Right, right. I mean, that would be the sheet that you're allowed to, even two men who bunch together, if they want to make a mezuman together, they can't, right? Because that would be the same. Again, we'll see later, we're not going to hold that way. But two, oh, men, okay. two men could make a mezuman the same way that three women, well, well Gamora wants to say it, the same way that three women, if they would like, could make a mezuman. So what's the underlying reason why a woman can't be a uh, well, well there's two, there's two steps here. There's two steps here. Step one is could they be included in the mezumen of a man? That's step number one. That's not so simple. They could be included in the mezumen of a man. And even that, the Gomorrah never even entertains that possibility that they could be, that they could be included in the mezumen of a man. All the Gomorrah entertains is that they can make their own mezumen. Since they are benching together, when they decide to bench, they're benching together, so therefore they can have a mezumen together. Right, so that, the Gomorrah says, listen, in the end of the day, the whole concept of Mizubin came from the Pazik of Gadul HaShem Iti, that we should bench together. So if women are going to bench, they should be basically no different than men. And it's true, they're not obligated to bench, so you can't say that they're obligated to make a Mizubin. So why aren't they obligated? So because the Torah says, Torah bris the arts. Uh, women are not, uh, have no connection to Torah, they have no connection to bris, and they have no connection to Eretz Yisrael. So because of that, they can't say Torah Eretz bris. Shouldn't turn off the recording. It's a Gemara. It's nothing to do with me. The Gemara says it. What do you want from me? Okay, so what does that really mean? It means they're not obligated to learn Torah. They're not obligated in bris milah. I don't think it's going to be pretty hard. And they are, and and they don't get a chelik in Eretz Yisrael. But we know that's not true, right? They don't really get a chelik in Eretz Yisrael. Not really. They get their, they get their, they get their, they may get their fathers, but they weren't part of the chalukas Eretz Yisrael, right? Yeah, but if there's, if there's only girls... So, okay, they're getting their fathers, but they're not part of the division of Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, but if they have sons, where does that go to? No, that's true, but they're not part of the... They were not They were never part of the division of Eretz Yisrael. Why? They weren't part of the division. It happened to be that it's true, they're able to inherit their... Fa- they get their fathers, but they themselves, there were no women that were part of the original division of Eretz Yisrael. They got their fathers. They got their fathers. They said, our father died childless. So because our father died sonless, so therefore we should get our father's, our father's uh, thing. But their mother, their, no woman got any part of our show. But it would have been more of a deterrent and determinative factor, okay? If they were not entitled to when they asked for it. 
And then it would have been clear. But over here, it's not clear because Benos did get their parents, their fathers. They got their fathers. Only after they complained. Right, no. So it, when it comes to possession between women and men, okay, yes, while they're married or how that property is transferred to the man. I can understand why in this case over here, because they have the mechuyah to do a bracha with Shona and Rahat Rahat. Yeah. Separately, whether they're with a Muslim or not. But... I, I don't get that. Well, they're not. I mean, the Gemara is going to say later on that they're not part of bris v'torah. Bris v'torah arts. They can't do it. But they clearly can't do a bris milah. It will be pretty impressive. And they clearly you can't. can't. Have babies either. Well, okay, that, but thankfully, benching isn't connected to our abilities at benching. But but benching is connected to al brisechash chasam to biv How could a woman say that line? Al brisechash chasam to biv When was the last time they went through a bris milah? I get that, but there's nothing in benching that precludes that, obviously, because they're in the Chuyif to bench. No, they're not, because it says, Al-Brisecha. Mm-hmm. So they can make a bracha with Shana, but they don't need to make a bracha. By Torah law, it's very likely, what the halacha is a big debate, but by Torah law, it's very likely that they're not obligated to bench. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm now. To the big machokas, Shana, Machron. If they do, but it's just the way. If you check the archives, you can look at the archives. When I got engaged, I... Uh, so I spoke when I got engaged. So I quoted, there's a Chai Autumn that says, even though women are, are not obligated by Torah law to bench, but once they get married, so then they are. Because then they're able to say, I'll be talking about their husband and their children. And they can say, because even though they don't learn Torah, but their husband and children learn Torah, so therefore they get the credit for the Torah. And like you said, they get Eretz Yisrael at that point through their husband. So because once they get married, then the Chayotim says, then they change from having only a rabbinic obligation to bench to having a Torah obligation to bench. Well, that's a question. Would the wife of a Kohen then lead the benching? Preferably, if you have three women, <laughs> if you have three women, sure, why not? I don't know. I mean, I, I think so. I'd have to think about it a little longer, but I think so. Why not? I don't know if she has the same sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say that when I grew up in my family, uh, there was no question. If there were, when I grew up as a kid, when there were three women at the table, the three women benched. They made a mezuman, and the men did not. And if there were three women and two men, the women made a mezuman and not the men. That, so when I grew up, when I originally when I was a kid, the men did not. Later on in life, uh, we became a little more liberal. Not we. My parents, my father became a little more liberal, and then yeah, and then the men stayed at the table as well. Wow. That was my childhood in a nutshell. Anyways, let's keep going. So Gemara says. So the Gemara says. Um, the Gemara says. Okay, so that's your ihachi seva. So once you're going to tell me that it's true that women are allowed to go ahead and bench, what about the seva? Says nashim ve'avodim, women and slaves im rotzel zamin emazam. They can't do it together. Am I? Am I low? Why not? They're everyone if they wanted to, they could. There's three people, and like you said, once there's three people, that should automatically allow them to do it. So once the shani husband should pretuso because it is a pretzus, it is a lack of modesty to have slaves and women, or maybe even on a broader scale to have men and women benching together. So therefore, we don't do it. But in general, women on their own could go ahead and do it. So, the Gorn says, again, earlier we didn't have any opinions. We just said that we, uh, that we just said chad v'chad. We didn't know who said what. So the Gorn said, Tisnayim, let's prove the Rav, the Amarim Ratzel, So maybe we can prove that Rav is the one who says that if they want to go ahead and bench, they, they can't do it. That They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to make a Muslim. And two people who eat together can't make a Muslim. The Amar of Dimi Bar Yosef, Amar Rav, if three people are eating together, and one of them leaves, one of them says, listen, I, you guys are taking too long, I'm out, I'll see you guys later. 
So, Karlo, you can call them, you can say, Erebid, he's all the way out there, he ran away. You yell across the room to him, and you're allowed to go ahead and make him a zoom in, as long as he's able to hear you, he's able to respond to you. So, time with the Karlo, it's only because the two of us can still yell to the guy. So, therefore, because he can still, he's still called part of our, uh, part of our world. Hello, Karlo. But if we only have two people, lo, seems like you can't do it. So, where's the Shani Hazam? Again, there the problem was you started with three. So, because you started with three, therefore you started in, obli- an, in an obli- obligatory way. So, because you started with an, obli- with an obligation, you can't then downgrade it to just a uh, just an option. However, if you start with two, maybe you could mention two here. Because you started with three, you have to keep up three. So, that's why, like, if three dads are eating one day, We tell him you'll sit there. You'll, we tell him you'll sit there until we're ready. Too bad. We're going to tie you to your chair until we're ready to bench. So we'll see later in the Gemara that two people, if, when two people, when two out of the three are ready, somebody can do it. But if one out of the three are ready, well, the other two can say, listen, we're not ready yet. So we're going to tie you to your chair and you're going to have to sit here until we're ready to go. But one who wants to leave and there's ten men sitting at the table. So that, but that's probably better. Yeah, yeah. It's only when it's three because he's making but the mizum. Like, like you're leaving a wedding early. Yeah, yeah, that, you, yeah, yeah. No, that's different. But I'm saying, but here when you have three people together, so you could so, so one guy. <laughs> so the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Ella. So okay, so there's no right from Ella. It's time the Rabbi Yochanan who d'amrim ratzazam nemizam. So it must be it is Rabbi Yochanan who says that. If they want to bench, if two of them want to bench, you can't do it. Where do I see it? Two people eat together. Uh, one of them is able to fulfill their obligation with the other. They can listen to their friends, Brach and Biyotze. So he asked, of course, we know that. Tanina, We know in general, you can hear somebody's Brach and Biyotze. That it's true, two people can, can bench together, meaning one person can be yoked to the other one's obligation. However, there's no zimun. You don't do the rabosa and the whole show. Just one person makes the bracha and you answer amen. So here we see, even though you have two people benching together, so to speak, you don't have a mezuman. So the Gemara says, this time, you're right, it must be the Rabbi Yochanan holds, even if you have two people together, eat together, you cannot make a Mizuman under any circumstances. But there is the Chavra of Rabbis who came from Eretz Yisrael, and Amri and they said, if you want to, you can. Didn't they hear from Rabbi Yochanan? Because we know Rabbi Yochanan is Rabbi Eretz Yisrael, he's the chief, he's the captain of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says, No, 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 they actually heard it from Rav, because Rav, we know, in his uh, history. He started in Eretz Yisrael, then he went to Bavel, so they discovered that, heard it from the Marav, they actually didn't hear from Rabbi Yochan, who is the Rebbe of Eretz Yisrael, rather they heard it from Rav. So according to Rav, if two people eat together, you're allowed to, if you want to make a Muslim, according to Rabbi Yochan, if two people eat together, you are not allowed to make a Muslim, and that seems to be the way that we hold, that even if two people ate together, even if they wanted to, we wouldn't allow them to make their own Muslim. Gufa. Now let's go back. Amar Rav Dimi Bar Yosef. Amar Rav Shlosh Shalchukachas. Three people eat together. Biyotze Achemel Moshuk, and one of them goes to the marketplace. Karin Lo, you can yell to him, you can call to him. Umezamenim Alav, and you're allowed to use him for a mezum, even though he's not there anymore, since he's in the in the realm. Because if I can yell to him and he can hear me, that's called him still being here. Amar Bayi Vuhu Karlovani. It's not just that I can yell to him. I have to yell to him, and he has to respond. I have to say Marco, and he says Polo. Then you know that we respond. Amar Marzutra. <laughs> 
Uh, this is only true by three. By three people, you could say that, okay, if I go ahead and we have three people, even though two of us are in the room and one of us is out there in the marketplace, that's good enough. But if you want to have a minion, you want to have ten people, you want to be able to say, Shema, Shem, and Benching. So then, whoops, until he actually comes. So the Gemara says, Maskal Ravashi, wait a minute, it's, it's counterintuitive. Why? Tisha, Nir, and Kassar, oftentimes when you have nine, it gives the appearance as if you have ten. You ever try counting for a minion? You're standing around and you're like, well, hold on, hold on. We have one, two, three, four, wait, wait, we have nine, we have ten. How many, how many do we have? So sometimes nine people together could look like ten, so therefore it would be more likely, even though he's not there, as long as he's around, he's in the shuk, it's good enough. Shnaim and Nir, but two people never look like three. Nobody has ever ran into that problem before. Where you and a buddy are sitting there and say, Do we have two people here or three people here? If you have that problem, you gotta you gotta go see somebody else. You're way beyond what the Gomorrah can help you with. So the Gomorrah says, still the Hilchazakimarzutra, still the Halakha holds the Kimarzutra that by three people, as long as there's one or even if there's one in the shuk that's good enough, but by ten people, you have to have all ten people sitting there. My timer, keep the boy lad kuri shem shemaim. You want to mention God's name, but sir, if you have less than ten, lav orach ara. It's not proper to mention God's name without having Shem Hashem. Without having ten people, sorry. Amr Abai, Naktina, we hold this fellow, Shnaim Shalchukahas. If you have two people eating by themselves, Mitzvah the proper thing to do is to split up. Everyone should bench separately. Tanya Mihachi, Shnaim Shalchukahas, Mitzvah each one should bench separately. But Medvar Mamur, when is that true? Kishishnaim is over when they both know the words. They both know how to read Hebrew. But if one of them knows, one of them doesn't know anything. Uh, so then, so from Mavarachu Boryotza. So, of course, one is it better? It's better if each one benches by themselves. However, when that is an impossible situation because one of them isn't going to know how to bench, so then you say, listen, maybe it's a bigger hitter for each one to bench separately, but the greatest hitter mitzvah is actually doing the mitzvah, and therefore we'll have one person bench for both of them in order that this guy who can't read or doesn't know any Hebrew, doesn't know the words of benching, will be able to fulfill his obligation. Now, we get to Mark's Gemara. Amarava, Hamilsa, Amrisa, Ana. Rava says, I said this, Vitamer, Mashvid, Rabzer, Kalasi. And then someone said, Guess what? Rabzer says, Just like you. Because you got three guys eating together. And then what happens? One guy has to stop for two. If two of them decide, they got to go back to work. So one of them can say, okay, I'll stop eating in order that you can count me in for the Muslim. But if one guy says, I got to go, you say, sorry, buddy, too bad. You will go when we say you can go. So the Gorn says, is that true? That two people don't have to wait if the one guy wants to leave, that two guys don't have to wait for him? If Papa stopped for Abba Marbare, Iu Vechad, was with another guy. Abba Marbare decided he had to go. So he said, okay, if you have to go, the two of us will stop. Shana Republic of Nimishur said, they knew David. He went above and beyond the letter of the law. But by the letter of the law, if you want to really pin the guy down, if one guy says he's got to leave and therefore uh, please wait for him, you say, sorry, we will only wait when somebody else is ready to stop eating. Yehuda bar Meremar umar bar Ravashi for Acham Edifti Karchi Rifta Bahari Adadi they ate bread together. Lo havu chada havu muflik mechaveri levruche luhu. One was not any better than their friends. All of them were of equal stature. So skipping the parentheses, they say Hadasan. That which you say shlosha shalachu kaachas. Three people eat together. Chayav and lazamin. They are obligated to make a mizumin. Does that mean hani mili hecha de ika adam gadol? Is that true only when there is clearly one guy who is better? Aval hecha the chi hadari nenu chalak brachas adif. But when they're of equal stature, so then the proper thing to do is to split. Um, 
So what did they do? They weren't sure. So each one bench for themselves. They went to Meremar. It's true. You have fulfilled the obligation to bench, but you did not fulfill your obligation to do a Muzumin. You'll say, no problem. Okay, so we'll do a Muzumin now. Here is the problem. You can't do a Muzumin retroactively. Once you bench, Muzumin is out the window. So since each one of you has already benched, sorry guys, no more Muzumin for you. Now, let's say you walk in and you happen to walk in and you find that they're in the middle of a Muslim and you didn't eat, you just walk into the room. What do you respond? You say, Baruch Umavarach. Rav Papa, Omar, Ona, Amen. You just respond, Amen. And the truth is, there's no debate. If you walk in and the Chavar is about to say, Nevarech, Shachan, Mishalo. So instead of saying Nevarech, you can't say Nevarech, Shachan, Mishalo because you didn't eat. So you just say, Baruch Umavarach. He should be, uh, uh, everyone should be blessed. But if you hear the, the, the leader saying, So you can't respond, you just say, Amen! So, if you hear them saying, uh, Sorry, I skipped one. That's the way you do it. Says the Gemara, Tani Chada. So we have one brisa that says as follows. If one says amen after his own bracha, it is a positive, good thing. Another brisa says it is a disgusting thing. So where's the low kasha? By boni yishlaim, you answer amen after your own bracha because for two reasons. Number one, it's the end of a of a group of brachas, and number two, it 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 makes a distinction between that which is a bracha by daraisa standard and that which is a bracha like katov v'metiv only by rabbinic standard. Uh, but by any other bracha in the world, you shouldn't answer Amin after your own bracha. Abai Abai would be very loud. He would say, Boni Yushalayim, Amin! And he'd loud. In order that the workers would hear, because we know that the workers have to bench the Daraisa benching, but they don't bench the Darabanan benching. So they hear Boni Yushalayim, they've been yoked to their benching, and then they go back to work. See you guys later. Uh, because the brach of Atova Meitiv is not by Torah law. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi would say very quietly, in order that people wouldn't be disparaging to Atova Meitiv, say, well, it's only rabbinic, anyways, how serious do I have to take it? Therefore, he would just say the whole thing quietly. Now, going to the top of Memvavam and Alf, Rav Zeira, Rav Zeira Cholash, he got very sick, Ola Gabei Rebavo, Rebavo came to visit him. Kabbal alai Rebavo accepted upon himself imitzbach katina charuch sake. If our buddy over here, the one who has the singed thighs, gets better, Avinda Yumatovul Rabban said, "I will make a party for the rabbis." Wouldn't you know it? Esbach he got better. Avi sedusel kul Rabbanan. He made. I'm sure the art school note talks about the story of how why he's called that, but we're not going to. All right, I'm sure this. He goes sits in an oven. Yeah, he went ahead and sits in an oven. That was not half baked idea. Yeah. Well, he said that he didn't want to embarrass anybody. That's what he said in the other. Okay, so the Gorn says, so Isbach, he got better. So, okay, he, he was true to his word. He made a party for all of the rabbis. 
So again, Rebavo is the one making the making the party, but he's making the party because Rebzera had gotten better. So when it became time to make Hamotzi, Amrlelo Rebzera, why don't you make the bracha? Amrlelo Savla Marla Hadar Yochan, don't you hold Yochan to Lachat Amr Baal Bais would say that the one who was the the Baal Bais, the owner of the meal, the one who's in charge of the meal, he's the one who makes the bracha, the one who who owns the food is the one who properly is supposed to make Hamotzi. So he says, okay, Sharlu. So Rebavo was the one who made Amotzi. Came out to the Brucha when it came time to the bench. Why don't you observe the Bracha? Don't you hold of that which is said, that whoever makes Amotzi also benches. So because you made Amotzi, you should also bench. The Eu and Rebavo, who kept asking Rebzer to do stuff, commands, really, who does he hold like? It's true that the owner of the meal, the Baal is the one who makes the hamotzi. However, but the guest is the one who benches. Why? The reason why the Baal while the person who owns the meal, he's the one who makes hamotzi, in order that he can cut big pieces, right? Otherwise, the person, if you're a guest, you're not sure how much do I take? Do I take a lot? Do I cut a little? Is he saving the chal for shashunas? I have no idea. So therefore, you get very, very, uh, very, uh, 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 tentative, that's what I'm looking for, very tentative about how much you're going to cut. But if you're the Baal Bais, you can cut as much bread as you want. However, but the guy who, who is the guest, he is the one that benches, in order that he will, he will be able to bless the Baal Bais. What is he blessing that you give on a Baal Bais? That the Baal Bais should not be embarrassed in this world. Below you call him Olam Haba, and he shouldn't be embarrassed in the world to come. And Rebbe used to add the following words, He should be very successful in everything he does. His stuff, ours should be close to the city. The Sutton should not have any control over my city, not any of his actions, below my city, not any of our actions. It should never happen. Any sin, any issues, any bad thoughts, those should never come up. They should never be there. Yeah, I mean, they do it in Eretz Yisrael, they do it. Yeah, in, in America, it's never the minute. In America, we just say, Rachman, who you are, is Baal Bayes, Baal Sabayes, Yeah, it became the minute in Eretz Yisrael. In, in, in America, it's never the minute. We just did those Rachmans that we do. Rachman, you are, is Baal Bayes, is Baal Sabayes, Osam, Vezaram, is called Musum Khan, whoever you're going to add. We just say it in one fell swoop. We don't go through this whole uh, this whole feel. It's only if you have a hot meal with Rose Aaron. Yeah, exactly. Why that? To what? No, that's not a bracha. That's not your own bracha. That's why you invite you over. No, but Boney was trying with you. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. I mean, that's... This is your not in a bracha. Yeah, but what's the problem with that? I don't know if it says that it is a bracha. Oh, you're you're blessing the Baal Bais. It's not, oh, it's not a curse. It's not a, a bracha. You're blessing him. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. Well, let's go on. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Who's benching? You're not allowed to go ahead and do anything to your body that might cause harm that might cause permanent damage. All right, but it's Rav Zera. Nobody was doing it because they didn't want to embarrass somebody. He's doing it to himself. You're not allowed to. If you're not going to embarrass somebody, like Morris says, like we saw earlier, you got to throw yourself in a hot oven and not uh, and not uh, not embarrass somebody. So he said, "Listen, the halacha is that you got to go embarrass. You got to be willing to kill yourself to not embarrass anybody." So he said, "Okay, I'm going to go kill myself to not embarrass." That's one of the three. That's shvichas damim. Shvichas damim is not embarrassing somebody. Now it happened to me. He was safe, but he was willing to kill himself for it. Yeah. 
then he can't be so much kind of miracle either. No, but he was willing to kill himself. He knew he was going to have to kill himself to not to not violate one of these and three events. Putting himself in harm's way. You got to be willing to kill yourself. You got to, you know. So it happens to me. He was he was safe, so he didn't kill himself. I was just probably good sauna. Yeah. All right. Says the more. How long is Birchaz Zimun? Now there's a big Malchogus Rashi Tosa to understand this Gemara. We're going to use Tosas' way to understand the Gemara because um, it's a little bit easier. Otherwise, you get all Tosas' questions. So we're just going to use Tosas' way. I'm not sure. I don't know how our school explains the Gemara. So it could be we'll be a little bit off over here, but but I think it's easier to explain this Gemara like Tosas. So the Gemara asks that, meaning if you are going to wait, like we have the halacha, if you are, you're one of, there's three people, you're the one guy. So since you're the one guy, you are going to wait until these other two guys finish, they bench. So I can't eat until they finish, until they bench. Now, how long do you have to wait for? So Rav Nachman Amar An Nevarich, you have to wait just so they say Rabos An Nevarich. They finish that up once they say Baruch Ata Hashem. You can go back to eating. Rav Sheish Amar An Hazan, you have to finish the bracha of Hazan. It's Olam Kulo Betuvo. After you finish that bracha, so then you're allowed to go back to eating. So the Gemara says, Name it Maybe this is a machokis tanoim. How long does Berachas Hazimim go for? The Tani Chada, one opinion says, Berachas Hamazan Shnayim Veshoshah. Again, we're going to learn this, learn this like Tosus. One says that Berachas Hamazan, if you're going to divide it up amongst people, the most amount of people you can split it up is with two or three. And then there are some people who say, no, you, the most amount of people you can split up with are three or four. Now, how is this going to work? So, Savrua, so again, first of all, we're going to hold that each person has to be able to say one whole bracha. We're not going to split brachas into two. So now, if that's true, Savrua, Dukuliyama, Tova, Maitilad, Deraisi. This Mahogas of two or three or three or four is going to hold that. Forget the, the fourth bracha. That's not Deraisi. That's a non-starter. So my la'abakimifically, man the amr shnayim v'shalosh. If you're going to say that you can, the most amount of people you can ever split benching into is two or three, is kesavar ad hazan. He's going to say that that the zimun and the first bracha of benching is one bracha. So if you have three, you do that whole thing. Then you do the berachas ha'aretz. Then you do boni yishlaim. That would be splitting benching into three people. And when you don't have a mezuman, when you uh, and when you and when you uh, and when you um, and when you, um, meaning they could do it in. He, he's saying, again, the way Tosh is going to learn this Gore, he's going to say, So benching, you can split benching into two or three people if you want. The maximum amount of people you'll ever be able to split benching into is three people. Meaning, and because we're saying each one has to be able to say one entire bracha to himself for, for, the, for the crowd. You can't split a bracha into two. So he's going to say there's going to be a time that the, the most amount of brachas you're ever going to have in benching, according to this first opinion, is three. Because he's going to say you have from Rabosan until Hazan, that's one. Then you're going to have the bracha of Noda, and then you're going to have the bracha of Bone Yushalayim. Those three, and that's it. That's the mo- that's the maximum amount that you can do. Well, because everyone only knows one bracha. You have three people together, and we say, uh, Rabbi, what do you know? He says, I only know the bracha of Bone Yushalayim oh, from so Rachim. Each, each one's going to say one bracha. So that's the maximum you can split it into. This is why Tosa understands the is three. And then Vitani Yidach, the other bride says, Shloshiv Arba. Then no, the maximum amount of people you can split benching into is four. So we're going to say, okay, well, what, what's the machokas here? So Savrua, uh, Dukuli Alma, 
I may have gone back. The Kuliyama, Hatoba Meitz Lad the Raisi. Hatoba Meitz is not part of this discussion. My Lad Baal Kamifli. Mandam Rashaim Vishal Shukasavar Ad Hazan. He says that the Rabos and Nevarich and the first bracha of benching is all one bracha. So you can't split that into two people. So you're only left with three brachos. Mandam Rashal Shvarba. But the one who says, no, you can even go it up to four people can split it up. Savar Ad Nevarich. He says the Mizuman is one, Hazan is two, Noda is three. Uh, and then Rachim is four. So therefore, you can, uh, you can split benching up to four people because the Mizuman part is a separate bracha from the first bracha of benching. Therefore, the maximum amount of people you can split benching into is four. So the one says, low. He's talking about people. Art school is probably learning like Rashi, but I think the Gemara is much easier like Tosus. Right? I, Rashi has this whole crazy shot that you're able to, that how many brachos it's going to be. But then according to the Rashi, the Gemara is going to end up with Maskana, that if you are by yourself, you're not going to bench the full benching. But that's not, it's just not true. Right? I'm saying we don't hold that way. So, so if you learn the Gemara like that, it's going to make life very complicated for us. So, but like Tosa says, that that's why the easier way to learn this Gemara is just saying that we're talking about how many people can split up benching for us. So how many people can split up benching? So according to the first Mandam, he says the maximum is three because each person can take one bracha. The second opinion says no, the maximum is four because yeah, he agrees that each person can only take one bracha, but the Mizuman and the first bracha benching are two separate brachos and therefore that you have Mizuman is one, Hazana Sa'olam is bracha two. No doubt, up until Allah Aretz is, three, is, is a separate bracha, three, and then Boni Yishlam is your fourth bracha. So therefore, it's a separate amount of people to do it. So in Rashi's Rashi, Rashi, no, Rashi says this is going back on the brachos. But how many brachos are you going to have? How many brachos are you going to have? Yeah. So then it'll come out that if you have one. Correct, correct. According to Rashi, that's what's going to come out. Yeah, so it's going to come out weird like that. It's going to come out that you have that you could take away brachos if you're benching with one person. That's what Tosas doesn't understand. There's never, we've never ever seen anywhere that there's such a concept that you don't say uh, that if you're one person, you don't say the first bracha of benching. The first bracha of benching is a din deraisa that Moshe Rabbeinu came up with. How could you possibly say that if you have one person, you don't say brachos and muslim? That's not even a havamina. So that's why he has to say you have to redo this more like that. Yeah. You would do the zimun, fine, but how could it be that you know, according to Rashi, it's going to come out that 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 um, according to Rashi, it's going to come out that berachas and is sometimes only two brachas. So Tosa says, how could there even ever be a havamina that berachas and is just a bracha of noda and rachim? That's crazy, right? Because again, if you're going to learn like Rashi that it's going on how many brachas, that means he's saying we're saying the berachas of mezuman and hazan are together. Right? And therefore, if you don't have a Mizuman, you're not making the bracha of Hazan, of Hazan Asa'olam. So Tosa says that can't even be a Havimina. That can't even be uh, up for discussion whether or not that would be true. Of course you have to make that first bracha. So that's what he says. What we're talking about here is when you have multiple people, how many people can, how many, uh, up to how many people can you split the brachas of benching up to, uh, can split the, br- the brachas of benching into, assuming that each person has to be able to take one bracha. Okay, now... So where it says, low, Rav Nachman Metarlitz Tzatzameh, Rav Sheish Metarlitz Tzatzameh. Rav Nachman Metarlitz Tzatzameh, Dukuliyama Ad Nevarich. Everybody agrees that the, that Mezumet is only up until Ad Nevarich, and each one is a separate bracha. And Manda Amar Sholosh for Arba, if you say uh, that benching can be up to four people, so Shabbat, that's correct, right? Because you have the Mezumet, you have Hazan Asa'olam, you have Noda, and you have Rachim. But Shtayim V'Shalosh, Amr L'Chahacha B'Berchaz Pa'al Maskina. When we say the maximum is three, we're talking about when people are working. Because the workers we know, they don't say, they, they put together brachas two and three into one. 
The Amar Mar, how do Paal and bench? The Paal and Poseach Bahazan, they start with the words of Hazan as Olam. Vekola Boni Yishlaim Bechzarts. Then they just say, Noda through Vialakol, through Rachim, through Boni Yishlaim, and they just make one bracha at the end. So for them, it's all, that's all going to be one bracha. Hazan as Olam will be one bracha, and the Mizumar will be one bracha. So for them, the maximum amount of people you can have benching is, uh, the maximum amount of brachas you're going to have is three. Everybody agrees that that Muzuman means the Rabos and Nevarich, that paragraph, and the first bracha of benching. So therefore, if you say, okay, well then, what's the maximum you can split benching into? It's three. But if you say, no, what's the maximum? It's four. How do you get that? Because this opinion will say you have to count Hatova Metiv as well because it is a Diaraisa rule. So the Gemara says, Amar Rav Yosef, Amr of Yosef, Teda. How do I know that Tova made to lad deraisa? How do I know that this bracha of Tova made that we have of Tova made is not a deraisa? Shaharei poalim okranosa. Because we know that workers, when they can't, when they got to get back to work, they don't say it. So clearly, we wouldn't have them not saying deraisa brachos. It must be they're not saying derabana brachos. Amr of Yitzchak bar Shmuel bar Marta mashmir derav Teda that Tova made to lad deraisa. How do I know that that fourth bracha of Benjamin is not a deraisa? Because it starts with the word Baruch Ato Hashem, which is unlike any of the other brachas of benching, because the other brachas of benching are smucha They're connected to the first bracha. This bracha, since it was a later enactment, must be not connected to the first bracha. Where do we see that? Kiritanya. Kol brachas kula poseh ben babarach. Most brachas start with the word Baruch. The chosim ben babarach, and they end with the word Baruch. Chutz uberachas aperus, except for a bracha on fruit. Uberachas a mitzvah and a bracha on a mitzvah. Uberacha smuch lechaverta and a bracha that is connected to its friend. Uberacha achron shemakriyshma. The last bracha after Shema, even though Shema is in the middle, still it's called a bracha smuch lechaverta. Now Yeshman, there's some of those sheposach ben babarach that start with the word barach. They ain't chosim babarach, but they don't end with the word barach. But also the Eishmahem, Shechosim Bambar, they start with the word Baruch, main Poseach Bambarach. Tova Ametiv, now Tova Ametiv, Poseach Bambarach, it starts with the word Baruch, main Chosim Bambarach, it doesn't end with the word Baruch. Why? Mechal the Bracha, Bifne Atzma. It must be its own Bracha, that's why it starts with the word Baruch, it doesn't conclude with the word Baruch, because it can't be connected to the first Bracha of Benching, because it is separate. You know how I know that Tova is not deraisa. Because if one is the first meal that they have when they are sitting shiva, they don't say that last bracha of benching. What do you say when one is in avelus? Baruch Hatova Hametiv. You say this bracha of Baruch Hatova Hametiv. Baruch Dina Emes. You make the bracha of Baruch Dina Emes. Says the Gemara, Hatova Metiv in Dayan Ames. Lo, you only make Tova Metiv not Dayan Ames. We know when somebody dies, you're supposed to make the bracha of Dayan Ames. Ema Af Hatova Metiv. You make both brachos, Hatova Metiv and Dayan Ames. But from the fact that it doesn't get its own uh, press time, from the fact that you can mix it together with Dayan Ames, it shows it's not a bracha de Araisa, and you can play around with it. Marzutra, you call the Beri of Ashi. Something bad happened. Pazach, Ubarach, made the bracha, Hatova, Metiv. Uh, Shem is all good. Kel Emes, 
he's a God of truth, dynamis, he judges in truth, Shofi Pitzadik, he judges with righteousness, Lokeach but he takes injustice, Vishala Ba'olamo, and he, he has control over his world, Laasis Bokratsono can do whatever he wants, he called the of Mishpat, all of his ways are just, Shahakol Shalo, everything is him, Vanachma Amo, we are his nation, Ve'avadav, we are his servants, Ubachola Nachnu Chayavim Lahodoso, we are always obligated to thank him. Ulevarcho to bless him. Go to Pirzos Beisrael. He who uh, who who uh, builds fences in where there are breaches amongst the Jewish people. Who Yigdar is a Pirzos Beisrael. He will uh, fence this breach. Lechayim uh, uh, for life. Now, getting back to Lehechenu Chozer, the guy who waited for the other two. So again, you have three people. Two people went ahead and they benched. Now there's one guy who didn't bench. So now where does he go back to? Uh, so Rav Zvid Amar, uh, Rav Zvid says, he goes back to the place uh, where uh, where he stopped, right? Either from the Hazan or uh, or Nevarich. He goes back to the place where he stopped. This also is a big mahluk is how to learn that Gemara. So these two sitting them, they say they have the first bracha. He says Amen. He says Amen. So according to Rashi, he'll just be Yotze with that because he's done. He's already been Yotze from that obligation. And then he can just pick up from Valak, from Nodelacha because okay. he was already Yotze that first bracha. He continues what? He continues eating. Does he have to make another bracha? So it seems like not. It seems like not because it seems like Rashi, he was covered with the benching covered, but that's still, you can be in that sort of funny situation, where you cover your first bracha of benching, and then on anything else you eat, you can start from the second bracha of benching, and it's covered, because here, the assumption is that you're going to keep eating. You Why didn't you bench them? You didn't bench them, because you were planning on still eating. So you sit, They the two of them, they do their mezumen, after they do their mezumen, now you, uh, you're ready to roll, so now you say, okay, now I'm ready to bench. So I said, well, where do I start from? I sat quietly through Hazan HaZolam. So according to that, since I was Yotze, the bracha of Hazan HaZolam, so I pick up from no at that point. All right, nowadays we don't nobody's yotze each other at all, so therefore you're just doing it as a uh, as like a kind gesture that you're uh, courtesy that you're waiting. So therefore you'll clearly go back to Hazan Asaolam. Uh Okay, I guess we'll stop here before we get to the Persians. Okay, we'll stop here and we will pick up tomorrow morning. Learn all about proper etiquette at meals. We'll talk about, you know, all the questions that happen of etiquette. Could you eat chicken bones with your fingers? All those different things. But before that, we'll have a cottage.